BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Tonight on E! News. We have all the latest on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey after the pop star attends Travis's game. Beyonce drops bombshell news and we have all the details. That's what the Renaissance is about. George and Amal Clooney reveal how they celebrated their ninth anniversary. We had a pajama anniversary. It's almost too much. Mariah Carey releases a Christmas secret. Plus, interviews with Jesse James Decker. I'm starting to feel kicks and rolls now. It's just been really sweet. And Garcelle Beauvais. It's a lot to unpack. We had our suspicions. And Debbie Gibson joins us live in studio. And all new E! News starts now. Welcome to E! News. I'm Adrian Bailonho. And, and I'm Justin Sylvester. Let's get right into the hottest celebrity news with tonight's Hot 10. It was Taylor and Travis mania last night as Taylor Swift attended her rumored boyfriend, Travis Kelsey's game in New Jersey. Here's what went down. All eyes were on Taylor Swift last night as she cheered on rumored beau Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs to defeat the New York Jets. The Shake It Off singer was joined by several of her A-list friends, including Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Sophie Turner, and Sabrina Carpenter. The pop megastar was trending throughout the entire game and was clearly having a blast watching Travis and his teammates on the field. Taylor was even spotted putting her arm around Travis's mother, Donna. After the big game, Taylor was seen celebrating the big win at New York City restaurant Zero Bond. Travis and the Chiefs hit the field next Sunday in Minneapolis. And yes, another Taylor watch is officially in effect. This is wild. The Taylor watch is crazy. Like, I'm sure for sports people like my husband, they're like, wait, we've known who he is forever, and we're now just getting in shoes. When I say we, I mean me. <laughs> I mean, she's doing it. No clue about sports. Mm -mm. You guys, we will keep you posted on all things Taylor and Travis. That's right. Well, Beyonce sent the beehive into a frenzy today when she announced a film based on her just-wrapped Renaissance tour. And we have your first look at the dazzling trailer. When I am performing, I am nothing but free. The goal for this tour was to create a place where everyone is free. At any point, they could close their eyes and be right back there and take it with them. What do you think about this tour? I feel liberated. 
I have transitioned into a new animal. You can catch Beyonce on the big screen on December 1st. Kim Kardashian is getting a little help from Kim Cattrall, Nelly Furtado, Coco Jones, Harry Neff, and Lana Condor for the sizzling Best of Skims campaign. And that kicks off tonight's star sightings. The biggest and the brightest stars continue to show out for Paris Fashion Week. Zendaya was simply breathtaking at Louis Vuitton. Kim Kardashian and mom Chris joined David Beckham for his wife, Victoria Beckham's show. Helen Mirren dazzled in this silver gown and crimped hairdo for L'Oreal, while Paris Hilton, Kate Blanchett, Pamela Anderson, Jared Leto, Kelly Rowland, and Cher were all also spotted at runway shows. Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny made their romance Gucci official, teaming up for the brand's luggage line, while Timothy Chalamet and Martin Scorsese celebrated their new collaboration for Chanel. Olivia Rodrigo and Sheryl Crow performed a duet at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. And Selena Gomez joined her for a surprise performance at Coldplay's show at the Rose Bowl. Jennifer Lopez looked pretty in pink at the Daytime Beauty Awards, where Britney Spears' ex, Sam Asghari, was also in attendance. Jessica Chastain looked as glamorous as ever at the Zurich Film Festival. And Molly Sims stunned in red at LA Magazine's Best of Beauty Awards. Finally, Adam Sandler hit the basketball court in LA, and Jay-Z and Matthew McConaughey enjoyed a casino night out in Atlantic City. George and Amal Clooney hit the red carpet in New York for the Albies this weekend, and the couple told Access Hollywood how they celebrated their ninth anniversary. We stayed in because we had to do this show tonight. But my wife got me a robe. I, we had a pajama anniversary. Yeah, so. she got me a robe that said hubby on it. <laughs> It's almost, it's almost too much. I didn't necessarily think that was going to become public knowledge. But well, okay. now it is. Now it's just a, it's a, it's the end of everything, really. I'm wearing a, a silk robe with hubby on it. <laughs> In not so happy couples news, E News can confirm that Jody Turner Smith has filed for divorce from Joshua Jackson after four years of marriage, citing irreconcilable differences. We wish them all the very best. You too hit the stage for the opening night of the epic new Vegas destination, The Sphere at the Venetian Resort. We spoke with Las Vegas star Josh Dumel on the star-studded red carpet about the newest venue in Sin City. I've been watching them build this now for the last couple of years and to see like just the human ingenuity behind not only this, but what Las Vegas continues to do is, is, is what I think impresses me the most about this town. I mean, that sphere costs a whopping $2 billion to build. And Breaking Bad stars Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul hit the red carpet and spoke about how Vegas has changed over the years. When I came in the 60s, and the, uh, it was completely different than it is now. Right now, it is the top. You have the best chefs, the best hotels. Yeah. It, it, the food and the bar situation is the best in the world. Yeah, it really When is. I was coming in the 60s, it was the worst. Not so much. <laughs> I'm, I mean the worst. It was $1.99 steak and eggs, $3.99 all you can How is that eggs. bad? How is that bad? Because the food was terrible. <laughs> oh. Julia Roberts is returning to the big screen alongside Ethan Hawke in the much-anticipated thriller, Leave the World Behind. Here's your first look. I knew something was coming. I don't understand. What do you mean? We are seeing ongoing cyber attacks across the country. 
have been picking up on what's going on out there. We've all been deserted. Ed Sheeran just dropped his new album, Autumn Variations, and the superstar chatted with Gail King on CBS Mornings about how he feels about being labeled a pop star. Do you like being called a pop star? 100%, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I don't think it's a dirty word. And even I, like, I don't either. Even like pop pop, like I when I grew up, Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears were stuff that I listened to regularly. So I, I've never been like, oh, pop. Yeah. And I feel like people lie when they're, say they don't like it. You can't be in a bar, couple of beers in, and I want it that way comes on and not be like, <laughs> this so is a good time. You can't, do you know what I mean? Miss USA and Miss Teen USA 2023 were crowned this weekend and we were there to host the competitions. We caught up with the winners this morning and they told us what they were thinking right before they won. When I was holding um, Hawaii's hands, she was my first runner up and I said to her, I can't breathe. You I felt at peace in the moment. Of course, I had nerves, but it wasn't bad nervous. It was more anticipation. For me, I did not expect to win at all. I was legitimately shocked, and I was just so happy to be standing on a stage with so many other accomplished young women. While Miss Utah says that she was at peace, I was having a nervous breakdown <laughs> for her. It was wild. Were you nervous for your girls as well? No, I just couldn't get the hairspray out of my face. <laughs> but you know what? I was good. Congratulations to both of the winners. Speaking of queens, the queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey, is ready for the festivities to begin. Mariah announced the Merry Christmas One and All Tour kicking off on November 15th in California and ending in New York December 17th. All we want for Christmas are tickets to see you, Mimi, <laughs> so send them. That's right. Well, all new seasons of Quantum Leap and Found are headed to our sister network, NBC, while Surreal Estate returns to sci-fi this week. And we've got all the buzz on what fans can expect. The first season focused a lot on the mythology. And now that we have laid the ground, we get to use that investment into the characters and our emotional lives. It reveals things about the character that we don't normally get to see. Does it haunt you that your kidnapper was never found? Haunt? No. Abby Mosley, the character that I play, was a victim of being kidnapped, and she had to save herself. Gabby really, really has found her superpower in trying to find and save others. There's something in the house making it hard for us to sell, and we make it go away. My character left season one on a pretty low note, and I'm not at the agency, and someone else has kind of taken over the helm, and um, I'm coming back. And for Susan, like season two, we find her just thriving um, as the temporary head of the company. Coming up, interviews with Jesse James Decker and Garcelle Beauvais. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. We recently caught up with country star, foodie, and supermom, Jessie James Decker, about her new cookbook. But killer food isn't the only thing she is cooking. She told us all about how the bun in her oven led to a full family celebration for that anniversary. So we had just found out we were pregnant with baby number four um, whenever we celebrated in June. I was just so emotional and excited and feeling the family love. I was like, let's just switch gears and take the kids with us. So we switched gears. 
went to a family-friendly resort instead of the adult one, and it was really special to spend it with the babies. But are Jesse's three kids excited to have another sibling on the way? They are so excited. I mean, it's all we talk about. I'm starting to feel kicks and rolls now. They're all trying to put their hands. They're like, is the baby moving yet? So it's just been really sweet. Jesse recently starred in a commercial for Ryan Reynolds' Aviation Gin, and it looks like the ad led to some karmic justice for Jesse. It's Father's Day, and that means it's time for another vasectomy something my husband has refused to get. It was funny because Ryan was telling us about how they had just had another baby. The boys were laughing about how Eric hadn't gotten a vasectomy yet, and I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm like, I don't know. It's like funny to think that just a few weeks after that, I was going to be getting pregnant. We're definitely not going for a fifth. Uh, you know, the fourth was a surprise and we could not be more excited. Jessie's also got a new cookbook, Just Eat, and the most important ingredient in her recipes is that Decker family tradition. My whole thing on cooking and philosophy, just like, let's just get to it, you know what I mean? My recipes are recipes that I have been creating at home with my family for years. What I like about my cookbooks is they're easy. I am not a chef, I never pretend to be, I am a home cook. And everything I've done has either been taught by my mother, grandmother, or been self-taught. And uh, I like to make things very easy for everyone that has the book. Um, that way you can make something for your family too, and it's a piece of cake. We also caught up with Real Housewives star Garcelle Beauvais. And when she isn't promoting her Pockets of Hope campaign, she is getting ready for BravoCon. But who is she hoping to run into? I want to see what all the fuss is about Jenna Lyons. <laughs> I want to meet Uba, and of course, I want to see if Bryn is really as sexual as she portrays herself to be. I mean, listen, the other girls are iconic that were on New York, the other ladies, but it's also nice to have new faces, too. Fans are clamoring for the next season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Garcelle gave us the scoop on the alleged marriage troubles between Kyle and Mauricio. It's a lot to unpack. I think we had our suspicions, and we brought it up, of course, because that's what we're supposed to do. It'll be interesting for us, too, to see what we missed or what we were spot on with, you know? We'll be intrigued just as much as you guys will be. I'm excited for you guys to see this season. I think everybody will get a little bit of what they love about Beverly Hills, the glamour, the friendships. People watch the franchise, not only to for the messiness, but also for the friendships and the fun and the ridiculousness of our lives, you know? You can't just be toxic, toxic, toxic. Garcelle's got a lot on her plate, but she's adding one more thing into the mix. She's joining the W.K. Kellogg Foundation Pockets of Hope campaign in an effort to bring support to the people of Haiti. I have the most fondest memories of being in Haiti as a child growing up. And what I love about what the Kellogg Foundation is doing it's really helping the people who are on the ground, helping support them with their initiatives. And it's really sort of giving back to Haiti and giving them the power. I want to help my people and, and really sort of give them the opportunities that uh, they deserve. Coming up, we've got music icon Debbie Gibson live in studio. Stick around. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Shake your love. Shake your love. 
She's been a music staple ever since her multi-platinum selling debut, Out of the Blue, hit the airwaves in 1987. And now she's kicking off the holidays with her winterlicious shows in LA and New York. That's right, it's Debbie Gibson. Hello. Debbie, oh my gosh, love having you here. You're really bringing the holiday spirit with these shows. Thank How are you, you planning to tear off the roof? Oh my gosh, well, you know, I've got a live band, I've got dancers. As you see, we do kind of like a modern take. Look, there's a onesie involved. I love that. <laughs> Sometimes we bring people up from the audience, we throw them in onesies and we make them a part of the show. <laughs> I'm very inclusive. I <laughs> love this. So it, you see, it's festive, it's modern, but it's also throwback, like we're tap dancing, but we have like modern tap breaks and stuff. and. It's Super a big excuse fine. to put my onesie on and my tap shoes on, not at the same time. But yeah, we have a blast. <laughs> we have a ball. You know, awesome. it's so crazy. You begin your career when you were only 16, mm -hmm. before social media was a thing. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, did you feel like it's a blessing or a curse that you didn't have social media when you were coming up? I mean, it's definitely both. Like, I was in such a bubble. I'll tell you, it was isolating because there weren't a lot of us teen entertainers yes. at the time. Yeah. So we were all kind of off on our own and we couldn't connect. Mm. And like if we all ran into each other at like a Bop Magazine event or my 18th birthday at, after the Greek theater, like all the yeah. all the teen stars were there, Alyssa Milano and Will Wheaton, like they were all there. My ex Brian Bloom, it's I great times. That. But like other than, we, we, you know, you we had a calling card to make phone calls from hotel rooms. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember that. I do remember the, the calling, calling card. I, if, probably if I think hard and if I could remember my number because I used it so much. But yeah, so having social media now, but to connect with fans that way, I love it. I do all my own social media. It's a full-time job, as you guys know. I was editing a reels in a parking lot uh, just now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, like, I love connecting, but it's yeah. so great to give people that inside you look at your real life. Yes, you know, I, love I think that. it's a great way to connect. So Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. Well, you actually just announced that you are going to be writing a memoir, speaking about getting into your life <laughs> and a peek into it. I am so excited to hear. Literally, you went from performing in yeah. clubs to having like a chart breaking record. Um, what has your journey been like and why are you so excited to share it? I'm, I'm excited to... And what's the most exciting part you can't wait to like share oh with fans? Oh my gosh, yeah. there are so many things. Like that time you were talking about like the club days yeah. were very gritty. Like people don't realize that uh. if I were to make a movie of it, it's not all Mark movie. Mm. Like it's an HBO Max. <laughs> like it's, you know, it was gritty. And, and my mom, my late great mom was so instrumental. It, like she was a badass and I, you know, I try to to channel that now in my life. But, you know, when you think about this female, the one of the first momagers, going toe to toe with these male record executives, wow. like yeah. that time, yeah. I really want to paint those pictures for people. But I also want to make this book accessible in a way because I've gone through health challenges, romantic challenges, mm -hmm. financial challenges, you name it, all the same things everyone's gone through, and I want to tell people like. This is my story. This is how I flip the script. This is how it can help motivate and inspire you. So I wanted to have that motivational, inspirational slant to it. Yeah. I love that. Now, you toured with NSYNC back I in the did. day, and you remained friends <laughs> with them all. What did you yes. think of their reunion? Yes! I mean, I'm so excited. Like, them getting back together is mm -hmm. everything. And I'm always envious of boy bands because us female solo acts are like, Hi, we're still here. <laughs> Hi, we're back again. The boys are like, we, we're splitting up. We're getting back together. Yeah, it's all very reunion. dramatic, right? Yeah. But I love them. I mean, I think people love to see OGs back together, right? Like, right? they're just, you know, they're magical together.
I think so I love it. One of the things that people also are going to be super excited to see you in is actually an upcoming episode of Name That Tune. Yes. Now, 50 years after your father competed. Yes. So what? Did my he give you any advice on well, how to play the game? So no, but my dad, okay, so my dad was an orphan, and he grew up in a foster care boys' home with 100 boys. Oh, wow. And how did they flip their script? I could cry. They made music. They formed a barbershop quartet, four of them, called the Peanuts. I don't know. They had their own lane. Let me put it that way. Wow. But they had in rented satin tuxes were on Name That Tune. Wow. And so cool. um, yeah, and they won the money that, okay, split four ways, but my dad was able to use that money to pay for his wedding to my mom. That is phenomenal. And here you are now. Wow. Here I am I now. Thank and you, I Debbie. played for the Actors Fund home where my mom was in her final year. So it was a very full circle moment tying me to my family. And Randy Jackson. I love him. <laughs> Every time I see him, because what I did, uh, I did American Juniors, and he was a part of it. And I used to go, Randy Jackson, every time I saw him. And... Yeah, so anyway, I just loved seeing well, him gonna, back well, on TV. Well, we're yes. going to say thank you, Debbie Gibson. And Belinda Carlisle, my sister. I love so it. Good. Sing it. You guys, you can catch Debbie's Winterlicious performances. They kick off November 24th. And you can catch Debbie on Name That Tune tomorrow on Fox. See if I can name those tunes. <laughs> Coming up, John Mayer just revealed some big news. And we have all the details after the break. Stay up to date on the latest news. It's a big deal to be on E! And follow us at E! News on Instagram, TikTok, X, and Facebook. Welcome back. Before we go, John Mayer announced that he will launch his very own oh, wow. channel on SiriusXM in November. And it's called, guess what? Life with John Mayer. Oh, I'm definitely tuning in. And you can also catch John tonight right after E! News on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, which returns tonight with its first new show since the writer's strike ended. It was time. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 p.m. Huh?